West of Twin Peaks Radio back again. New year, new vibe, new tunes. What will 2024 sound like? Find out right here, right now on... West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on BFF.FM San Francisco. As a young girl Louis Vuitton With your mother Hello, hello, hello. MJ back again from San Francisco with another fresh episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio, the show that brings you all new music with a special spotlight on Bay Area bands and artists. Joining me today as guest artist is West Marin by way of Oakland, Jeremy Lyon, whose genre-fluid project King Dream is celebrating the release of their latest LP, Glory Days 5. That's King Dream off their new album, Glory Days 5. My chat and deep sonic dive with founder frontman Jeremy Lyon is coming up in my second hyperlocal hour. But first, a full 60 minutes of brand new music, starting off the new year with the title track off Southern California neo-country artist Jamie Wyatt's new LP, a song about grief, growth, letting go, and allowing yourself permission to feel good. This is Feel Good. Queen Lion this week A great awakening for the past underneath A great lion only this week A great begging for redemption on my
What a terrific little eclectic four-song opening set on my first show of 2024. I just played Sunny Day from the Sydney, Australia collective of 20-plus musicians known as The Regime, along with Uno, off their album of the same name. Before that, a Wisconsin-based but Panamanian folk music-inspired band known as Sleepy Gaucho with their new single, Strawberry Moon. You also heard breaking Michigan Americana singer-songwriter Ann Wade with a new single, What It's Come To. And the set started off with the wonderfully appropriate New Year's song, Feel Good, from Santa Monica born and raised and now Nashville-based Jamie Wyatt, whose late father was a friend of Bobby Weir's and who grew up going to dead shows. Lots of dead shows. Today's interesting nugget you'll only get here on West of Twin Peaks Radio. Lots more music ahead, including guest artist King Dream coming up in my second hyperlocal hour. But let's dive right back into it with another genre agnostic vibe. This one coming from Chicago based Chef, a group filled with a rotating band of talented area musicians. This is their latest single, Herbie Jam. Going out of my way to be lazy. Held hostage by my own worst mistakes The vegetable drawer, it's looking hazy If shit don't change, shit don't change No waiting around for me, baby I'd be lying if I said nothing was strange Take it easy It's hard to give in when everything takes This lane of life, it's going crazy I heard it's written in stone, but that might change When you put it all together, it's different altogether Staring down the barrel of the shanty town I want my cake and to eat it alone It's a cold, cold world, especially in Chicago
chilling on the regular, cooking on the regular. Everything's irregular. Change, it's on the regular. We're chilling on the regular, cooking on the regular. Everything's irregular. Oh, the weeds don't stop When you put it all together, it's different altogether Staring down the barrel of the shanty town I want my cake and to eat it alone It's a cold, cold world, especially in When you put it all together, it's different altogether Staring down the barrel of the shanty town I want my cake and to eat it alone It's a cold, cold world We're in Chicago You're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, San Francisco. Yeah. It ain't 
70s influenced jam was called Never Nighttime on the Sun from New York born Nashville based Reno Bow off his album of the same name. 
Before that, I played the debut single from Breaking Belfast band Banshee, who started out as a thrash metal group, but has decided to settle down into a genre-fluid project. The song was called Good Life. And the set started off with the groovy vibe Herbie's Jam from the Chicago band Chef. This is MJ. Thanks so much for tuning in to West of Twin Peaks Radio today, playing all new music from the Bay and beyond, including this fresh track from Los Angeles-based cosmic folk rock band Mystic Braves off their new EP, The Spinning Wheel. The song is The Real Existing.
Mystic Braves and the Real Existing. The Swiss-Ecuadorian duo of brothers Estevan and Alejandro, known together as Hermanos Gutierrez, ended 2023 with a release of a new single called Blood Milk Moon. It's their first new music since 2022. They also announced an appearance at Tennessee's Big Ears Festival in March and their first ever headlining tour of the southeastern U.S. Unfortunately, no West Coast dates are included, but I hope you were lucky enough to catch their marvelous set this past October at Hardly Strictly Bluegrass in Golden Gate Park. What a vibe. Let's turn up the new single. Again, this is Hermanos Gutierrez and Blood Milk Moon.
I just love the Scandinavian psych soul sound of Swedish bass quartet Dina Ogon. You just heard Det Lacker, Swedish for It Varnishes, a single heralding the upcoming release of a new album due in February. Really looking forward to that. This is MJ, and you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio. Remember, coming up in my second hyperlocal hour, I've got guest artist Jeremy Lyon, a.k.a. King Dream, chatting and diving deep into his new LP, Glory Days 5. But still, plenty more new music to get to first, including two songs, with both have serious echoes of early 70s harmonies like Crosby, Stills, Nash, and others. The first song is from 70s Lebanese artist Roger Fakrur, who actually recorded this song in the 70s and never saw the light of day until Habibi Records discovered it and put it into a new compilation of Fakur's music called Habibi Frank 025, East of Any Place. In a word, it's amazing. This is the title track. Enjoy. That I might be There's a sun that rises just for me East of any place that I might be 
70s sound you just heard was brought to you by a brand new project called Rain Shop, the collaborative group of Charlie Berg and Ezra Levin from Magic Toaster. Their debut LP, Post Party Mixtape, was released on Christmas Day. I'm expecting to hear lots more from them. And before that, you heard Roger Facur and one of the recently uncovered tracks recorded in the 70s called East of Any Place. Let's switch it up radically right now and listen to a fresh track from the Paranoids out of L.A. This is off their new EP, I Like It Here. It's called Rita Lynn.
What a wonderfully different sound from the UK band Idols. You just heard Grace off their new album, Due to Drop in February. Before that, Canadian rockers Pax with their song HFCS off their LP, Melt the Honey, which is being released in just five days. And the set started with the Paranoids and Rita Lynn. I've got one more song to go before my hyper-local segment with guest artist King Dream. This is from a little band from Berkeley you may have heard of, which made us all very proud on New Year's Eve in Times Square. This is off their new LP, Saviors, which is dropping this coming Friday. This is Green Day and Dilemma. Welcome to my problems. It's not an invitation. This is my dilemma. And it's my obsession. I was seven out of Green Day song Dilemma 
brings us to the second hyperlocal hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'm MJ, and I'm excited to welcome back to the show returning guest artist Jeremy Lyon, who these days is spending more time in West Marin than in Oakland now that he's married to rainbow girl Caitlin Gowdy. Although he plays in numerous bands, including Whiskerman, Jeremy's own project, King Dream, has been a steady presence on the Bay Area music scene, and he's just released his latest LP, Glory Days 5, part of a magnum opus of albums he's dropped in the past four years. We have a great chat and deep dive into the record, but first let's hear the opening track off the album, which laments and recognizes the boom and bust nature of the local music scene. This is The Wild Card. Shirt, beard and bone, compass, 
going, MJ? Good. How's it going with you? Oh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> good, good. Well, yeah. I have to I have to thank you personally for waiting it out and uh because everything seems to be coming back around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> I'm always saying that in the wild card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, and it's particularly, I mean, you know, it's particularly true. And, you know, you started the triple album magnum opus of Glory Days, like, <laughs> right as COVID was hitting. Well, it was released, right? The, we recorded the first four songs in January 2020. We recorded Oberon, uh, Living Like a Teenager, Wish I Could Call You Now, and... Um, you and me versus the human race. So, so sort of half of uh, Glory Days Four we recorded. You know, yeah, back in the before times, and uh, and then COVID hit, and we just kind of, you know, just kept recording. <laughs> which kind of, which kind of begs the question too. I mean, the term Glory Days kind of implies your best days are behind you. You know, looking in the rearview mirror, and your best days are behind you. But when you started, for instance, writing uh, what became glory days for uh it was pre-covid what kind mm -hmm. of headspace were you in that made you think of oh yeah a lot of those songs um i think on four a lot of those are kind of love songs you know they, i was you know i moved in with uh with caitlin she's my girlfriend at the time and then we got engaged and got married all all kind of you know during that time and um i think so a lot, a lot of it's about that. And then um, a lot of the other songs too are kind of, I, th I think this sort of, yeah, that um, I think the idea with, with why, you know, it's, it's sort of a, a reference to Springsteen, but you know, it's spelled D-A-Z-E instead is, uh, you know, this idea that kind of like your best days kind of fly by you so quickly because they're, you know, everything's moving quick. You're just, you're in it. You're, you have less time to reflect because it's, you know, it's kind of packed dense with, all this exciting stuff. Um, so, you know, I was think I was, I was, it was playing to that. And, um, and then also like with, with COVID there was, you know, there's just also a lot of frustration or just been even being an independent artist too. And it's like, uh, you know, I've been realizing that, especially even still now where it's like, you know, if I don't, if I don't do it, nothing happens kind of like, like uh, if I'm not trying to book shows, we're not going to have any gigs, you know, if I'm like, uh you know there's no label telling us we need another record there's like um this feeling that like you you need to kind of initiate anything if everything if you want anything to happen um and so i think you know there's frustration of just being like i want to be touring like i want to be playing shows i feel like you know i love touring i like a lot of artists kind of complain about it i'm like i love the road i love touring with my friends like i you know i feel like that's that's where i'm happy and uh and, and doing what I should be doing. So there's frustration of like not, not being able to do that or, you know, not well, being able to make it work as well financially. I'm just trying to figure out, just still, you know, I've been there for 15 years. I'm still trying to figure out how to make it work. <laughs> You know, the beauty of being an independent artist is the freedom. Right. The mm -hmm. curse of the independent artist is the freedom. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. It, it probably wouldn't have ended up being a triple album, <laughs> as well if if someone else had more of a say in it, because uh, they get attached to all the songs too, and the, you know, and they're all the babies, and and I want them all to to see the light of day, and I want also it's like especially just when you play on other people's records too, and a lot of times those never come out, and it's like. Uh, I, I felt like you know, just having having people on my records, I, I, I owe it to them, you know, to to put the music out so people can hear what what, what they contributed to the songs as well. In terms of Glory Days 5, although it's mentioned in there, this seems like a bigger album than just a love story album. This is kind of mm -hmm. like, where have I been? Where am I going? Mm -hmm. The world is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, 5, was, there was sort of a lot more, um, it's a lot more like fueled by kind of anxiety and uh, it's... Um, it's not necessarily like a political record, but I think it's more interested in like social issues and and yeah, I don't know. I want to say existential. I, you're doing fine. That that track gets kind of existential. Yeah, I, I, I I've I've realized that uh, it could just be inspiring to know to not know what you're doing, or inspiring to to question stuff and to uh, you don't you don't always have to have the answer <laughs> in in your song. Um, so, no, just, yeah, posing, yeah. just posing the question is fascinating. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I found that and that sort of liberating with, with uh, being able to kind of find where these songs wanted to go. So yeah, I, I view five as definitely like the most experimental of the three records. Because um, I was trying to push myself too with more like, I, I felt like four is a very, it, it's like an alternative rock record. Like it, it was sort of like these songs, you know, everyone plays like festival rock. You hear this like on Live 105 or something. It was kind of like, I think, more inspired by like alternative rock when I was growing up in, in my teenage years. And, uh, and yeah, five, I was trying to go more with, you know, the, the, I think the, the, the two sides are kind of split genre wise. I think where, where side one is more, I was experimenting more with like, uh, like bedroom R and B kind of, um, vibes like, uh, was getting into like still woozy or um like Wolfpack uh or childish gambino he's he's you know he's kind of a pop star but uh yeah, yeah because yeah, golden, because as the album goes along i mean uh golden shore just hits as the third song and it's mm -hmm. just so it, it's just so soulful r and b and it just takes takes the album in another direction you know complete with horns and organ mm -hmm. Bye. 
that track was really fun. So, so um, kind of during lockdown, uh, Lorenzo, the keyboardist in California Honey Drops, he he was dating Aaron Caitlin's bandmate in Rainbow Girls, and so he was you know part of our pod and living up here, and he would just come over late at night and be like, you know, let's let's work on some songs, like what you got, and um, I'd written the song a couple years ago, but it just hadn't fit in the sort of like rock band arrangement. Um, so I'd never played it with anyone and he picked it up so quickly and um, you know I had like this eight eight track tape machine and we would kind of just be up till four or five in the morning and we'd kind of record these sort of like soul ballad there's a few soul ballads that that didn't make the cut but this was the one we were like this is the jam and this and um, so he played bass and piano on it and I played guitar and then we like we moved it into Pro Tools and I sent it out to, to Cody, played drums remotely on it and percussion. And then we actually got Marcus from Combrio to do the whole sax arrangement. Marcus features on a few songs on this record. He, he, he was a big contributor. Um, he did clarinets on, uh, on If It's Magic, It Must Be Real. And he, did, uh, he also did saxophone on uh, Past, Present, Future. So um, almost half the record has horns, and those are all from, from Marcus. a lot of this recorded like you said during lockdown or toward the end uh you know mm-hmm. yeah we so um it's all it's kind of all over the place i mean yeah the wild card was recorded all remotely as as was past present future uh, or no as was uh, golden shore and um also you're doing fine and return to zero so about half the record was recorded remotely um and Return to Zero was recorded all in like one day over um, over Zoom and using this this plugin Audio Movers, and we were broad we broadcast the whole thing on Twitch. This was like um, Scott McDowell who'd, who'd mixed the first record. He had this idea to sort of like 
record a whole song in a day remotely and put the whole thing, you know, online. So for anyone who kind of wants to see how the sausage is made. So it's like an 11 hour session. And it started with, with Cody playing drums to my demo and he nailed it like first take at like 10 in the morning. And we're like, okay. And then he sent, you know, sent his tracks and we sent it over to Scott to play bass. And it just, it just kind of like works through the line of the rhythm section and then guitar and keys and it comes back to me and it's like the finished song and I just do my vocals on top of it. When you think back on it, wasn't wasn't that a crazy time? I mean, yeah. you, know, I, you know, I mean, for many different reasons, but for for artists, the, the ways you came up with to collaborate mm. or to get your music out there i do you do you have you ever like stopped down to think back on 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 those times and the create the different creative muscle you had to use to mm-hmm. figure out how to stay yes how to stay not relevant and... <laughs> but how to you know how to stay active and mm-hmm. yeah what you love to do yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> the biggest thing is like, like, there were so many things we would work on that it was just like, I don't think, you know, I don't think, I, I don't know if I'll ever have that much time to spend working on a thing like this again. So I think that's what was, you know, a lot of the silver lining or the kind of interesting things that came out of it were just, you're like, we have no lo- idea how long this is going to go on for. And so there's really no time pressure to to finish anything you know you're kind of in this limbo and uh, that encourages you to go down the rabbit the rabbit hole further As the album goes on, another evolution of King Dream is then, you know, it goes to if it's magic and the strings come in and the and the layering of the vocals or the choral, you know, type stuff comes in. And it just seems like you're each song you grow in a different direction. Mm, thanks. Yeah, the, the strings on that, that's Graham Patzner who did all the strings um, and so I mean, he he produced the first King Dream record, and then I play in his band Whisker Man, as well. And we're doing two shows. We're doing the release shows together, January twelfth and thirteenth, um, at at, uh, at Cornerstone in Berkeley with Music Hall. Um, yeah, he did a beautiful string arrangement for that song, and he he did. Uh, <clears throat> it's when that part kind of actually introduces him because he, you know, <clears throat> after if it's magic, 
then it starts with um, with Helmet Stone and Sand, which which starts with like a kind of ambient sort of dissonant violin pad, and he's on uh, Return to Zero as well. So I I sort of tried to line up the sequencing where I would kind of introduce an additional player, and then they'd kind of have a section of like two or three songs that sort of featured them. Um, but yeah, it was just a gorgeous string arrangement he did for that song. And that song, that, yeah, that's also like, you know, th- th- the the longer you're, that, that, that's, yeah, it's like don't lose this dream. Uh, the more you don't, the more, yeah, the more it means. So, and so it's kind of, it was just saying, it's like the more you hold on to a dream, the more it, the more it means to you, you know, because it's, it feels like there's more forces trying to steer you away. <laughs> the biggest King Dream album so far. I mean, in terms <laughs> of Sonics. Uh, yeah, it's it's got a, a broad scope. <laughs> Let's also talk about the songwriting. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you were growing in a different direction or, or did you have time to explore your actual songwriting more mm-hmm. during, you know, that time period? Yeah, I think as as time has gone on, I think I've worked on songs longer 
and more more thoroughly before presenting them to a band or to other people and <laughs> overall they've gotten more complex because I've just spent more time sort of reworking it um, and uh, you know I'm very into chords too just I think like when I when I first started writing before I sang you know I was into like guitar riffs and chord progressions I find um, I'm just usually interested in trying to like find a chord progression that I don't I can't place to a song immediately you know um, and I think this this record in particular it, it's quarterly more more interesting than than my previous stuff or I just kind of wasn't worried about trying to simplify progressions or, or making it sort of easier to, to learn or to figure out so um, yeah harmonically is interesting and then I think also uh, just trying to delve a little more into the like an R&B side to it you know I think I've always kind of stuck in like alternative rock psychedelic rock uh, you know because um, vocally R&B is just a lot more challenging <laughs> uh, and if, you know I don't know how well I pulled it off on some of these songs but but uh, I at least felt enough like Courage to, to try to branch out a little further from from my genre and, and um, yeah that was exciting <laughs> for me. Are, have you been working on new stuff? Yeah, I've, I um, I kind of stopped writing for maybe two or three years as we were kind of just focusing on trying to wrap up this project and then, you know it became a lot bigger than I initially anticipated. Um, but I'm excited. Yeah, I've got like eight new songs kind of finished with lyrics. I haven't, I haven't played them with anyone else yet. Um, and it, so I always like keep a list sort of on my phone and I have, you know, a notebook with, with lyrics. So, so there's another, you know, 10 songs to finish. Um, so, I, you know, I think we'll probably record. I feel like I'll have everything kind of done and ready to make another record probably um, at the end of next year because um, we still have volume six to release as well <laughs> so and you know so when's well so let's talk about volume six <laughs> yeah what the hell what is that <laughs> happening that one i think that'll be fall of next year and i mean i think that that one the it's a little more americana in the in terms of the genre um it started yeah so I'm really stoked on the song Vegas Design, which I, I play piano on, and that's got um, Graham and his brother Lewis doing all the strings again, and it's kind of got a Father John Misty vibe. And we had we had another one um, changed to the rhythm. That's like this weird odd meter kind of. It's like a very summer. It's kind kind of like my morning jacket or something. Um, a big like summer festival kind of song. And and we tried them out a bit, and then I've been trying to just focus on you know, focus on each record as it comes out and, and touring that. Past, past the album release shows, do you have, like, a tour planned? Mm-hmm. So we're touring, we're touring Europe again. We did Europe, we did Europe last spring. And um, that, you know, when they, for them, they're like, they want us to be touring a record. So I was like, well, I've got another record for you. Let's, let's do it again. So we're going out there in May and June. We're doing... Uh, we're going back to Germany and Czech Republic, and um, I think we're doing like Paris as well. 
we might hit Amsterdam. They're kind of still finalizing it, but um, yeah, it should be like another three or four week tour. So now it's it's like it's weird. It's easier. We have a booker in Europe, but but we don't have a booker here in the states. So it's uh, and we we did we did like um, kind of summer fall tour up and down the west, mostly just in California, really. Um, but we'd be doing sort of like long weekends and then coming back and working during the week. And it's like, it was like more exhausting touring California <laughs> than it was touring Europe. Uh, so. And by yeah. that time, at the end of the, all that, you'll be releasing glory days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I probably won't do, cause I have vinyl for five. But it's it's expensive <laughs> pressing vinyl, so I think Glory Day Six might just be a digital release. I've kind of filled we filled up the uh, the storage unit already, so I I can't fit any more records in there until I until I sell about five hundred. <laughs> well, I I you know I say Happy New Year, and I'm serious about it, but it really sounds like you have your entire 2024 already planned out. <laughs> yeah, at least for releasing music, yeah, but. Um, yeah i mean the definitely put the you know if you're if touring internationally you got to book further in advance and i think um i'm always trying to plan further in advance back here when i'm doing the booking but it's uh you know you get caught up and stuff <laughs> well congratulations on you know she's all the work you've done and all the work you're releasing i and as i said to start out the the our chat today i'm really glad you stuck it out up here and didn't leave ah uh, thanks mj <laughs> yeah me too we'll happy do. new year yeah happy new year all right
terrific old-fashioned guitar solo on that song you're doing fine from jeremy lyon aka king dream off his new album glory days five thanks again to jeremy for taking the time to chat about his new album although his two record release parties have passed keep an eye out for news of a larger california tour by following him on instagram at king dream music this is MJ, and you're plugged into the hyper-local hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I still have about 25 minutes of fresh local music to play, including this one from Oakland's Susanimal off her new EP, Mouth Songs, which incidentally was recorded by none other than today's guest artist, Jeremy Lyon slash King Dream. The song is called Diving.
Best frequencies forever, BFF.FM, independent community radio in San Francisco. Trust My Heart off the new album from More Fatter, a band of 20-somethings from the East Bay and Peninsula who left the Bay Area a few years back to go find their fortunes in L.A., and it seems like they're doing just fine. San Francisco-based quintet Dear Banshee have released yet another new single, a signal that an album may be coming. Don't know yet, but take a listen to this fresh track. This is Smell the Smoke.
The San Francisco psych project known as Aguti released a Nico cover just before Christmas, a track I've become particularly fond of. They've released two singles in the past month, and I'm hoping for a news of a new album in 2024. Meantime, we've got this to tide us over. The song is These Days.
the shade cuts the light from my eyes and I look now at you across the table you stare at your hands then the cloth it's red paisley and a plate of sable we speak whether we should remain in this house on a hill where the wind sounds each day and it rattles the doors and it ruffles and raises the dry ground I've tried to leave several times now before once with you once alone was unable but now Rises up each November through dry ground as the wind blows. Reasons to leave are the fires that rage. No one visits to sit at this table. Seasons reprieve when the fog covers ground. Cuts the light from my eyes And I look now with you across the table That's a new sound coming from Sonoma County's Avery Hellman, a.k.a. Ismay. That new single is called A Window Shade. You can see her along with show favorite Kelly McFarlane performing on January 28th at the Sweetwater in Mill Valley. Before that, you heard the San Francisco duo known as National Sweetheart playing their cover version of the NXS song, Don't Change. And the set started with a Gooties cover of the Nico song, These Days. In just two days, the Ocean Beach-based instrumental band The Seismics are releasing a fire LP filled with their classic brand of San Francisco surf music called Lost Summer. Here's a track off it called Landlocked. You're listening to the Hyperlocal Hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. Thanks for hanging today.
music from The Seismics. Their new LP is dropping January 16th. And that about does it for this episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'll be back in two weeks with another fresh episode, next time featuring the Rock'em Sock'em East Bay band, The Helltones, and a chat and deep dive into their new LP, Medusa. I'm going to leave you with a sweet, surfing, back-rackian-tinged tune off of it called I Hear Her Singing. That's coming up Sunday, January 28th, on demand, New West of Twin Peaks with the Helltones. Until then, be well, be kind, peace.